what's up? Hello. Welcome to Sounds Fake But Okay, a podcast where an arrow ace girl, I'm Sarah, that's me. And a demi-straight girl, that's me, Kayla. Talk about all things to do with love, relationships, sexuality, and pretty much anything else that we just don't understand. On today's episode, asexual dating. Sounds Sounds fake, fake, but but okay. okay. So this week's episode was inspired by an email we received. Kayla, would you like to elaborate on that email? I would, but before I would do that, I would just remind you, we mentioned this in last week's episode, we have a survey out, it's pretty short, if you would like to take it, there's a link below, please take it. It is going to help us out considerably. Yes. Um, Wait, can, we don't have to include this if we don't want but I just still think it's so funny because several people have been like, your audio sucks, and we know we're, we're working on that. Um, but one person said, they were like, maybe it might be helpful if you like recorded like in a closet so that there's less background noise, and I just thought that was funny because it's like, oh, we got to go back in the closet to record this it podcast. It is like, true, though, recording. Like, a lot of people that record music at home record yeah, they, it Yeah, they closets. do it in like a closet. It, it was a totally valid thing to say. I just thought it was funny given like the... It is funny. Anyway, yeah. but yeah, it would help us out a bunch, and your feedback really is appreciated. A bunch of you have said very sweet things. Mm-hmm. Um, if you would also like to say those sweet things in reviews, that would also be very helpful for us to have good True. reviews. So anyway, that's something you can do if you want to help us out. Okay, so this was inspired by the lovely email that we got, because we get those sometimes, and it's very nice. So, um, basically they emailed us and they said some nice things about us. And then they told us that they are, um, a sex repulsed asexual who is not arrow. So they experience romantic attraction and they are Mm non-binary. And they were saying how they don't have much dating experience, um, since quote, the average guy typically isn't chill with the idea of never having sex. Um, and then they said, but I did have this one date that was just, wild and they said think mr collins and lizzie bennett on a date which <laughs> caught my attention because me and sarah so those are characters from the book pride and prejudice and me and sarah are big fans so i was like hell yeah yeah um so basically as soon as they got home from the date they took their laptop out laptop out and wrote everything down because they were like this was a mess and i want to remember this mm-hmm. so basically they said that we could share this story. So basically, they met this guy in class. Wait, hold on. Can I, what? before we get to that, for some context here, I haven't read this story. Oh, yeah. Okay. Like, Kayla, Kayla is telling me this for the first time because she thought it would be funner if, like, if I, we got some, like, reactions. So, yeah, I right. have, I've read this um, kind of quickly, so I might have also missed things. Um, mm-hmm. But, Sarah, have you even read this second email? The second email? No. Okay, so you don't know any of this. Yeah. So, yeah, we just thought it would be an interesting thing to, to kind of talk about someone's experience. Um, right. Because we, we've gotten feedback that we don't talk about people that are not aromantic a lot, which is true. We don't mm-hmm. because we don't have, well, Sarah doesn't have a lot of experience that I'm not aromantic, yeah. but I'm also not ace. So it's a whole, you know. Right. So we thought yeah. this would be a good way to, like, And an entertaining way. Yeah, an entertaining way to talk about that and react to it. Um, 
and then it'll segue into like future episodes we do on this kind of topic. So yeah, because this story I thought was funny and interesting, I thought it would be a good way to get someone else's experience where we don't have any. Mm -hmm. So hit me with it, Kayla. All right. So am I allowed to use their name? Hold on. Okay. I'm going to use their name. So this person's name is Rachel that sent us in the email. And Mm -hmm. Rachel said that they met this guy at school at a very small college and they were in class together and he asked them out. If there's quotes in the story, it was actually said. Um, and Rachel's thoughts are italicized, so I can let you know when there's thoughts. Um, they also said that the guy from the date is almost a spitting I- image of Mr. Collins from the 1995 Pride and Prejudice <laughs> movie, but without, but with facial hair. Um, and oh Rachel's my. also been told that they're likely the child of Lizzie and Darcy because of their awkward and highly sarcastic nature. So honestly, iconic. like iconic. So I can I can read you this. So it's called Ray and the Terrible, Horrible, No Good, Very Bad Date. <laughs> um, and it's dated December 21st, 2016. So we out here. Okay, are you ready? Yes. All right. This is quite literally my very first date. And when you're 20 years old and no guy has ever shown interest in you, you're probably going to say yes to a date with the guy you're starting to become friends with. Now, he didn't have a car, so I drove downtown to pick him up. Also, Sarah, feel free to stop me at any point and tell me your thoughts. Okay. Uh, We got to the bowling alley, which was a literal hole-in-the-wall type of establishment. There are children and old ladies here, so it can't be dangerous. That was a thought. (laughs) Uh, We bought two games and ended up playing a third. I'm not one for bowling, particularly because I am not skilled in anything that is required for good bowling. I was goofing (laughs) off, and my lack of proper bowling form was sending him in a tizzy. By the third game, I'd finally gotten him to stop caring about the score or bowling the right way. I somehow managed to beat him without even caring about where my ball went down the lane. It usually went in the gutter. Iconic. Same. (laughs) Me me also. Big fan of bumpers. (laughs) Yeah, same. Um... On our walk to the restaurant for lunch, he stepped on a large square sidewalk drain, causing it to emit a loud clanging sound. I let a rush of air and put I let out a rush of air and put my hand on my chest, having been startled at the unexpected loud noise. He laughed. Man, you really do scare easy. You're like a frightened little deer. It's adorable. Okay, cool. We're we're romanticizing anxiety. This is great. Oh. <laughs> I spotted the sign for the restaurant. It was another little hole in the wall, more of a hole in the ground because it is in the basement of a building. The pizza it was, was amazing, a sinkhole. That's exciting. No, it was a hole in the ground. What? It was what? Listen, I've been watching a lot of The Good Place recently. I'm thinking about sinkholes. There's a it's sinkhole funny. in the parking lot of my work building that they <laughs> said they're going to fix all summer. And it's still there. Anyway, oh, amazing. Continue. <laughs> We had been having amazing conversations about nothing, just goofing off, nothing serious. I expected to keep that going, and we did, until he placed both hands on the table and looked at me very seriously. Oh, wow. I want to take things slow. I felt my eyebrow instinctively rise. Um, I'm sorry, what are you referring to? This is a thought, by the way. Yeah. Do you want to take a while to order, or do you think we're in a relationship right now? He then laughs at himself and starts half talking to me, half to himself, saying things like he doesn't know how someone like me could like him, how he's so lucky, how he really likes me, and starts complimenting me to no end. I say sound It sounds like this guy thinks that they are just already in a committed relationship. Oh, girl. <laughs> just you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you think this is... Anyway. 
I stay silent as he rambles and I look over the menu, growing increasingly uncomfortable and avoiding eye contact at all costs. I soon notice that his grown quiet and suddenly interject, what are you getting? This diverts his attention to the menu for which I am most grateful. I shift in my seat. It's going to be a long meal. The Lord smiled on me that day and he didn't return that strain of conversation for the rest of the meal. He did, however, repeatedly call me beautiful and angel, each of which I responded to by making a ridiculous face, sticking out my teeth and crossing my eyes. Aw, shucks, really? It seemed to do the trick for the most part. We finished our meal and set out. He had asked if I would like to, but seemed determined to, either way, head over to Rosa Parks Circle and watch people ice skate and hopefully take a few fa- take a few falls. We put some more time in the meter and made the trek over. I was wearing my non-waterproof boots in the middle of a Michigan winter. Girl, Michigan? Why, why would anyone do that? But yes, Michigan. <gasps> Michigan! Is Rosa Parks Circle somewhere we should know? I don't know. It's probably I just- in Detroit. I'm at the point in my life where um, anytime I hear anything related to the Midwest, I'm like, oh my god! It's in Grand Rapids. Oh, okay. Okay, anyway. Anyway. (laughs) Um, uh, But I stayed silent about my cold, wet feet, figuring we wouldn't be long anyway. That was was probably my third mistake by now. On our walk there, I finally busted out the question why he would ask me out knowing I'm asexual. I made clear I was simply curious to understand his point of view on this, and if he even understood what it meant to be asexual. So, so this guy knew beforehand because they because okay, so they'd been f- like becoming friends beforehand, and that's how he it seemed. Yeah, it seems like they were like kind of friends, like class friends, maybe. Okay, so he knew that they are asexual. Okay. Um, also, this is a really long date. What's happening? They did yeah. three. They, so did they went three, bowling. Went like, to rounds lunch. Of bowling. Yep. Did lunch, and now they're watching people fall on ice skates. Well, they're about to go ice skating yeah. also themselves. Okay, continue. <laughs> this is a long date, but I found, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Um, all right. Simple question, easy answer. You got this. He went into this dramatic, long-winded response of how sex is overrated and not something he finds to be important. He sounded sincere at first, and the longer he talked, the more it began to sound like he was saying that he thought, he was saying what he thought I wanted to hear. As, our, mm-hmm. as I provided small insights to asexuality and gave him clearer definitions, he started to change his response to fit all too nicely into my worldview. Okay, yeah, son. Also, also, if someone's gonna, like, if someone answers a question like that by, like, rambling a lot, yeah, I always am a little bit concerned because I, I always feel like they're just trying to, like, make well, themselves look... like they're trying look, to cover for themselves, yeah. Right, they're trying to make themselves look good. Whereas if they had a good understanding of asexuality, it would be a pretty short answer. Or if they didn't and they wanted to know more and they were, like, sincere about it, they would ask you. Right. Well, it's like they said, simple question, easy answer. Right. But then, nay. Yeah. Um, Snowballs. Yeah. Um, Okay, son, I just wanted to know what you were thinking. I didn't need you to start planning out our lives for the next 20 years. I remained silent as he rambled, figuring his oddly specific choice of the word us was just figurative. My blood suddenly ran cold when we were at a crosswalk. He stated for the ninth or tenth time that sex was overrated and that he was fine going without it if it meant he would, he, quote, got to spend his life with me. Thank Uh. heavens I kept an impassive expression. I was ready to throw up and pee my pants at the same time. I pretended not to hear it and stashed it away to think over later. 
Having officially and brutally murdered the fun, carefree tone that we had going for us when we were bowling, I began to feel a little on edge. Yeah. Yep. Understandable. Um, I'm determined to Frankenstein this date no matter what the cost. I don't know what that means. I don't either. But that is what they thought. Cobble, um, cobble it together? Perhaps. Maybe. Okay. I think I'm just too dumb for that reference. Me too. Um, (laughs) We stood in the snow watching people skate. No one fell except for a little kid. His hand bumped mine and I moved it instinctively back into my coat pocket. Come on, don't be like that. Wait, what? Did you want to hold my hand? I gave him a thoroughly confused look. He started back up his conversation, mostly with himself, of our future together. Having the brilliant idea that he should ask for my opinion on some of this, he asked, so, like... How would we have kids? I bluntly replied. Oh my god. (laughs) And you thought it was bad earlier. Oh my god. I bluntly replied, I won't. Maybe shouldn't have stressed the I of that statement. Oops. He grew quiet. Then suddenly said that he would be fine not having kids. Whoa. So one second you want kids, and next you're fine not having them. This is a serious conversation. You don't take that lightly. I don't think this guy has any opinions. I think I, I think, think this guy has think, a lot of opinions, and no, he's trying to right. pretend like he doesn't. You're right. I think this guy has a lot of opinions, but he's like trying to just go with what Rachel's saying. Yeah, he, but like he no. he wants to try and change their mind, yep. but like not not today. Like he later. sounds like you'll you'll see through later. He sounds like very manipulative too. Oh, good, cool. We love that. <laughs> love that. Um. Okay. Um. I suddenly noticed a slight pressure on the middle of my ribcage under my right arm. Dude, why do you have your arm around me? I have given you no indication that this is something that is okay. What are your Amazing. thoughts? I need to, you to spell this out for me. I stared straight ahead with my hands clasped in front of me on my middle. My mind was half involved in any conversation because all I could think about was how he was seemingly playing piano on my ribcage. Why can't you be more awkward? Like... Just keep your hands still if you're going to do this. You're squirming like my cat when she doesn't want to be held. Kind of like me. He's was that dialogue or was that thoughts? That was thought. Okay. Would have loved if they said that out loud, though. Yeah, that would have been funny. <laughs> um, he spewed out a sentence in, in which he gendered me more times than I've ever heard before. I instantly remembered a comment he made while bowling. He understood pronoun preference. He knows I'm non-binary. He knows I'm not a girl. He never asked me about my pronouns. My stomach sank in complete disappointment. So you can talk so big about a serious relationship on the first date, but you can't even bother to respect th- respect me through my pronouns. That's a thought. What he is this no- guy? Mm-hmm. <laughs> he sucks, dude. He like, I just like, don't know why he's trying so much if he's very clearly not going to, like, respect this person's, like, gender and sexuality slash... If he wants to try and change them, you would think he would try and do that from the start. Yeah, I have no idea. Doesn't make sense. Continue. Um, He made another statement about me being a girl. I'm not a girl, I said, perhaps too firmly. Fine, an angel, he corrected. Oh, what? Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) I know. See, when you said, I'm not a girl, that reminded me of The Good Place again. Guys, watch The Good Place. It's really good. (laughs) (laughs) This has been an ad. (laughs) Sponsor Not us. Sponsored <laughs> at Good Place. Please sponsor us. Can the Good Place podcast sponsor our podcast? Yeah, why don't you talk to them about that? I will. 
All right. Anyway, <laughs> feeling frustrated with his ridiculous and uncalled for language, I reached into my defense kit full of book and movie quotes and selected an all too fitting passage from Jane Eyre. Quote, I am not an angel and will not be one until I die. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Ray, conceal don't feel. That was a thought. Savage. Which, honestly, the fact that they can just whip that, like, iconic. That's amazing. This person is iconic. Um, he rolled his eyes and looked at me. Come on, don't be like that. You know what you're trying, you're doing. Stop it. What? What are they doing? Well, a thought. Hold up. Do you assume I'm being insecure and rejecting your so-called compliments? No, sir. I'm defending myself against your self-centered mind. <laughs> also would have loved for that to be said out loud. Uh, he continued his talk of the future and us and marriage and having kids and being together for the rest of our lives. I slowly retreated into my brain. I seemingly sucked my whole being into my head, leaving my body to operate as a shell, practically motionless. Okay, he still has his arm around you. It is intensely uncomfortable. You could step away right now and end it, or you could analyze it. Opting for fully dissecting my feelings, I dove in. This is uncomfortable. Why is it uncomfortable? It feels forced. Why does it feel forced? Because I don't reciprocate. Why don't you? Because this doesn't feel right. Why doesn't it feel right? Because I feel as though I'm on pins and needles, and the fact that I'm almost sweating in 30-degree wind at the thought of someone I know seeing me. Why? Are you embarrassed to be with him? No, I just don't want to have to defend myself if they ask why I went out with him. This isn't something I want. It's not something I'm ready for. At least not like this. By the time I came out of my head, he was still talking about marriage. Not the idea of marriage. Not the topic of marriage. No. Our marriage. The two of us. Married. Having kids. Spending our lives together. That's but even, even... That was all bolded, by the way. Even if this person were, like, not, like, whoa, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) She shook. Even if this person were, you know, the kind of person who, like, wanted to get married. Like, the first date guy? You know, like, Like, wanted to... Wanted to eventually have, like, sex with a person and wanted to have kids. If someone says that to me on a first date, I don't care, like, how much it aligns with things I might potentially want. If they're going that far on the first date and you don't already know them really, really well. Yeah. Even if you do know them really, really well, I would be like, we've been friends for five years. Why are you doing this on our first, like, real date? Yeah, no. Like, I am someone that wants to get married and have kids, and if someone did this to me on the first date, I would be like, (laughs) Gotta go. (laughs) I'm busy. Yeah. I'm too busy to get (laughs) married. too busy to marry you, sorry. (laughs) Uh, yeah. Anyway. Um, I stared straight ahead as, as I had been the whole time and asked, how much time did you put in the meter? He checked his phone and said it was four. Do you want to go to my place to get out of the wind? My eyes bugged out of my head, thankfully not literally. I scrambled for a response. I stammered out something along the lines of seeing what time it was when we got back and how I should leave within the half hour. Smooth, Ray. Nice job making him think you aren't totally disgusted by him. (laughs) On our way back towards my car and his apartment, I felt something hit my hand as his flew past. Um, that's a bit of an obvious swing in your step. Hold my hand, he said, like a command. Ew. (laughs) A thought. I ain't taking that crap. (laughs) <laughs> I put my head back and gave out the most toddler temper tantrum groan of frustration imaginable. Hold on, can we take a second to appreciate the double meaning of I ain't taking that crap? I'm, the crap what? being his actions, but also his hand. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> mm, yes. 
maybe we should do a separate podcast where we just like dissect this through a literary analysis and become a literary <laughs> yeah. analysis podcast for an episode. Amazing. Uh, iconic. Okay. So they had a temper tantrum. Okay, that should make him reconsider, or at least ask me this time. Nope. He grabbed my hand and attempted to entwine our fingers. I'm wearing leather gloves. Good luck getting my fingers to separate enough for yours, I thought. Uh, I left my hand limp as he flailed around in a poor attempt at being romantic. He suddenly stopped. Okay, we need to fix this. He starts to break down how to hold a hand. I internally roll my eyes. I know, like, bitch, we all know how to hold a hand. Is he just trying to mansplain how to hold someone's hand to a fully grown adult? Yes. Yes. (laughs) I internally roll my eyes as he finally settles on holding my hand. I couldn't walk fast enough. Really appreciating my log Dutch legs. Why do you have to be so short? We somehow ended up getting going to his apartment, and I went on Instagram while he used the bathroom. I saw a funny video, and he asked what I was laughing at. Kid, what the freaking heck is freaking wrong with you? He had put his arm around me again and was holding me tighter this time. We were standing in the middle of his apartment. Yeah, this is Wait, casual. Wait, so you're standing in the and he's just like holding it? Yeah. Oh my god. I continued to ignore it and geek out about the video, hoping he may just stop. I noticed the time was 4.16 and blurted, I should probably go. I took a fraction of a step to the side to release myself from his grip while he awkwardly spun around to face me. His arms were open, perhaps going in for a hug. I started to respond with a hug back, but when his hands landed on my shoulders. No, he simply stated. No? No what? Are we just going to stand here like this? Let me go. That was a thought. I froze, half bent to the side for a hug. He laughed. His hands were firmly planted. I didn't think I could move even if I tried. I was really confused and starting to get scared. I had no idea what was happening. I didn't feel unsafe. I just didn't have a clue what was going through his mind. He took a deep breath and said, so first kiss. Or, damn it, I ruined it. Okay. Uh, he said, so first date, how about your first kiss? You would be correct in, um, this is a thought, you would be correct in that it would be my first kiss, but I don't appreciate your assumption. Still frozen in this awkward position, I managed to make a face. I'm pretty sure I looked. I look like I just sucked on a lemon. Mostly wincing, wincing I squeaked out a small, nah. uh you sure? Yeah, I know. <laughs> Iconic. Uh, you sure? I'm sure. Not even a small kiss? Shaking my head. Nuh-uh. Not even a small peck? Shaking my head more. Nuh-uh, nuh-uh, nuh This is a horrible person. Yes. This guy is just... Uh. Yes. And it also seems like he's like kind of like physically stopping them from Leaving. moving. Yeah. Which is like, um... Uh, what? Nope. Um, after a beat, he finally released me and my body turned to mush as I f- was finally able to move again. I took a deep breath, realizing I had been holding it the whole time. He was still staring at me like a wounded puppy. Sorry? I winced. I'm not actually sorry, but please just stop looking at me like that. I won't ma- It won't make me change my mind. No, don't apologize. I don't want to make you uncomfortable. Oh, a little late for that, bucko. Yeah, bucko. <laughs> You've been doing that all day. where's my car suddenly realizing i hadn't parked in front of the building he offered to show me to my car he didn't try to hold my hand or touch me again for which i was immensely grateful i silently said a small prayer of thanks we said our goodbyes which were nice and short i got in my call my car and walked away i sat unmoving in my seat 
I tried getting my keys into the ignition and finding my phone for the GPS. I was moving like a snail. I started shaking. I had a heart palpitation and I took some deep breaths. It's over. You're completely fine. Nothing to worry about. After another deep breath, I cranked um, I cranked my radio and drove home, desperately praying that I would figure out what the frick to do next. But it turns out there was something to worry there was something to worry about. He texted me three days later, talking like we were in a relationship. After a week of this and my family's concern for my safety, my sister hijacked my phone and t- typed out a really nice breakup text for me. That's right. I broke up with someone I had never been in a relationship with. Here's the thing, too, is that it's not like he texted, like, that night or the next morning mm. acting like they were in a relationship. No. He waited three days and, and then, still had the yeah, audacity like to act like they were in a committed relationship. Yeah, he followed the three-day rule, but then, like, what? Took it way too far. Yeah. Oh, Oh, and he told our whole class, like 19 people, that he went on a date with me. I found out three weeks after the date and decided that so long as he was bragging about going on a date with me, I could brag about having the greatest story ever. Oh my god, amazing. The end. Please tell me that that person told everyone in their class about what happened on this date. I wish. I don't think that happened. Yeah, I don't think so either. But it would be amazing. But it would be amazing. Wow. That's a lot. Yep. That's also just, like, I feel like there's so many people out there who, like, claim to be allies and claim to be people who are like, yeah, I'm totally cool with this. But then, like, as soon as you actually test them, there's just, like, it was all farce. Like, Well, yeah, it's like they're just saying they're an ally to make them look cool and Like a good, good. person. Yeah. yeah, and then they actually have no idea what the fuck they're talking right. about. And it's, like, I don't want to assume that everyone's like that, because I know that that's not true. But it's just, like, so disappointing. This guy sure was. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Wow. (laughs) But I also, like, like, I totally empathize with Ray for being, like, I don't know how to get out of this. Like, for just, like, that, like, classic Midwestern, I don't, (laughs) like, I don't want (laughs) to be rude. Yeah. Because, like, well, I feel like some people yeah. are going to, like, criticize them for that, but it's, like, if if I were in their position, I don't think I would have done any different. Yeah, like, no, I've definitely been in uncomfortable situations, maybe not this uncomfortable, but uncomfortable situations where I, like, just stay in it because I'm, like, well, I don't want to be rude. Or... Don't want to be rude, and it would be, like, it would be too difficult and too confrontational to get out of it. Right. In a way that isn't, like organic to how it would normally be right and especially if they if ray had a class with him yeah and had to keep going to class with him like you don't want to be super rude and then right you're like we'll have to see him every day because like clearly if this guy told everyone that they went on a date it's like i feel like if ray had been like more abrasive he would have like on one hand he could have been like like oh ray's you know, mean or whatever. But on the other hand, he could have... He also seems to think they're in a committed relationship. Yeah, so yeah. I don't... <laughs> so I don't know. Um, but yeah, was this... How, I want to know how much experience that guy has with dating. Because it's like, he clearly doesn't understand how... No, he, he definitely sounds like someone that is, like, desperate for affection. Yeah. And also maybe doesn't have that much experience because, like... What decent person says things like right. that? Because even if you're a fuckboy, 
you understand that first date does not equal committed relationship. Maybe. He kind of sounds like, like a wannabe fuckboy to me. Yeah. Like, he's trying to be cool. But he is the, not. But he's just... Yeah. See, that's... I feel like that's, like, the sort of thing where it's just, like, I... For someone who is ace, but isn't Arrow, and we're, you know, we've just, we've mentioned this before, we're gonna have um, someone on to to talk about that once we're back at school, but um, it's just, like, it seems like it makes things so complicated and so difficult. Yeah, I, like, not to say that, like, one sexuality is harder than another, but, like, yeah. The issues that you would face as someone that's ace and not arrow seems mm-hmm. so difficult to me. Oh, same. It like, seems very difficult. Like and I, as I, I don't, some... I don't feel. Sorry, go ahead. No, you go ahead. I was gonna say I don't feel <laughs> midwestern like... as fuck. <laughs> True. <laughs> um, like I don't feel like bad for them because it's like I don't think there's any reason to feel like bad about your sexuality. Yeah. But I also just like I feel a sense of like I'm sorry that you have to like, handle people's reactions to that, and you have to, like, navigate this world, which is really complicated, and, like, you may, you know, you may meet someone who you really, really like, and they may really like you, but, like, if not having sex is a deal-breaker for them, even if you both really care about each other, it's, like, that's that's a deal-breaker, you know? Right, because if you're Arrow Ace, I feel like chances are you wouldn't want to date mm-hmm. and i know there's definitely arrowways people who do yeah want to can't date can't speak do. for all of them but. right but i think i think that's like a fair assumption to make mm-hmm. but if you are not arrow and you do want to date then it's like you like i feel like navigating the world as an ace person is already mm-hmm. such a situation it's so complicated yeah but like to add on the aspect of dating is just like Right. What the fuck? And I think it's I think it's also even different from if you're arrow but you're not ace because hookup culture and like having casual sex is a lot more I would say it's a lot simpler to navigate in this world because it's more of like a people are okay with that. Well, um, I don't even know if I would say that because like we're in college and so that's really normal for us. That's true. But yeah. I don't know once you get out to the real world if, like... Yeah. Like, because can you sustainably do that forever without people being like, uh, you're 30, right. what are you doing? Right. I was, about to, I was about to say, like, once you get to 30, probably, is the cutoff. People are still going to be, be like, questioning why it. you, like, in a relationship, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's valid. Why is the world like this? It's an excellent question. Yeah. Um... I guess, do you have any comments in terms of, like, how, like, your experience in dating? I don't know. I don't really have a good question formulated. But, like, (laughs) as someone who has dated people. I have done that. um, Like, do you have... I mean, I've only gone on... I think two dates. So I started realizing I was demisexual while I was in a past relationship. Mm-hmm. And that was fine because he was like, cool. And also we had like already been having sex. So it's not like it affected anything. Mm-hmm. Um, 
TMI, I guess. Oh. <laughs> um, but I know with my current boyfriend, I had had, I met him on Tinder and I had demisexual in my like bio. So he knew, but mm-hmm. he, but like, so did this guy in this story. Right. And with him, I guess I never asked him, like I knew he knew, mm-hmm. but I never asked him about it. And he didn't ask me about it until like, maybe like three dates in. Right. But he, and you, so I don't know. Yeah, and but you also, from what I understand, haven't been on that many dates that haven't ended in a relationship. Yeah. Or, like, led to a relationship. Yeah, that's true. Um, so, like, I think it'd be... It's, it's a very different viewpoint than someone who has been on a lot of dates that just were just... That, that were just dates, you know? Yeah, that's true. Like, I've definitely been in situations where... Like, someone just looking for a hookup-type relationship. Yeah. And because I was Demi, I was like, no. And that got in the way of things, I guess. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But, like, and that was, like, not a fun situation for me. So I can only imagine in a situation where you're, like, actually going on a date with someone. Right. And, like, expecting it to be something more because you're actually going on a date and then having that happen like that seems like to me would be like an even amplified situation of that right which sounds painful Mm -hmm. but I also I think it is worth saying that as much as it can be difficult if that's your situation it's not it's by no means impossible to find a relationship no that you can stay in and that you know you it is a fulfilling relationship, and the person who you're in a relationship may be ace, and they may not be ace, but it's just like they definitely yeah relationships with people, like people that are ace, they're they have relationships, like there are mm-hmm. people with healthy successful relationships that are ace. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if I have that much more to say on the topic, but <laughs> I'm. I, I think it's a good. I guess, sort of introduction to, like, the ways that ace umbrella sexualities, I guess, they differ in your experience a lot. Yeah. Like, if you think about, you know, people who are gay, I mean, yes, there are different experiences as to how they, you know, like, deal with their relationships and stuff, but um, the ace umbrella has so much diversity in terms of what is out there and so there's no there's no like standard ace experience Um, right and that's fine like with this person they're ace and sex repulsed Mm -hmm. but you may have a completely different experience if someone is ace and sex positive right you know so Mm -hmm. like that date could have gone i mean that guy was an asshole so i don't know that that date really could have gone i hope that anyone who listens to this pod if they run into a guy like that or if they run into that guy specifically don't Uh, do it he might be in grand rapids we don't know (laughs) (laughs) i don't know his name because ray was respectful enough to take his name out but yeah yeah i just think like there's say that he wasn't an asshole like depending on your sexuality like there's just so many different ways that things could go depending on what you're comfortable with and what you identify as. right and so for those of you listening also like me and Kayla's experiences are not, like, the only way. And so if you do fall under Ace Umbrella, but you have a wildly different experience, 
Fuck yeah. Like, yeah, I think that's that's one of the reasons I wanted to, like, read this. Because also, mm-hmm. I mean, I just think it was, like, funny and wild. But also, yeah. like, I think it's good to get other people's experiences because mm-hmm. we are just us. Yeah. And there are people with, like, vastly different experiences than we have. Indeed. Nice. Um, anything else that you would like to say on the matter? Not really. Thank you to Rachel for sending that in. For sending that our way. I Um, thought it was very entertaining. Yeah, and for letting us talk about it on the pod. Um, what's our poll? Ooh. Um. Oh, oh my god, I have a poll. Okay. Okay. So, if you were in this scenario, and if you were Ray, Mm -hmm. at what point... Would you be like, I can't do this anymore, I'm leaving? One. I would, I, okay. Well, what? No, I just, like, don't know what I would answer. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, one, it would be, hold on, we need to make sure we have four cards. So, there were, like, five different cards. So, the last, okay, the last one would be when Ray did. Mm -hmm. The one prior to that would be when he asked to go to his place. Right. The one prior to that would be ice skating. The one prior to that would be at lunch. Yep. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it's like a two-zero adventure. <laughs> yeah. So one is going to be at lunch when, you know, he starts being... When he's like, let's get married. Yeah. The next one is uh, ice skating when... Or, like, on the way to ice skating or whatever, when, when things he, started getting really... Well, that's it. when he, like, misgenders them, and it's like... Yeah. Bruh. Yeah, not good. Um, Angel. But the, okay. That's the other... The other... The, the two genders are man and angel. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Um, the next one is when he asks to go back to his place, and then the final option would be, I would have done the same thing that Ray did. Yeah. So, yeah, let us know. Um, I honestly think I would probably have done the same yeah. thing that Ray did and, like, or have not gone to the apartment. Because, like, that is just, right. I just can't con- 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 <laughs> like confrontation. Right, you know? same. Can't. Also, let's not, like, shame anyone for the decisions they did or would make here. Because that's, like, a difficult situation to... to yeah, like know, I said, I probably would have done, like, the same thing as Ray. Like, dates are awkward and you don't know how to get out of them. Mm-hmm. it's yeah yeah Things also let's weird. like be realistic with wh- what you would actually do not yeah, when you like, would want to do it yeah but when you actually would when you yeah would because i think we all would have liked to leave when he started misgendering them but like i would have started i would have loved to leave when he started talking about marriage <laughs> well yeah but but like when would you have actually pulled the plug yeah pulled the plug all right cool so that's our poll you can find that uh What's your wait? What's your beef of the week? <laughs> oh my god! Um, my beef of the week is that I've never been to Ireland. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'd really like to go to Ireland. I'd also like to see more of Scotland. I'd like to. I'd like to go to everywhere in the British Isles. Okay, seems like a good time. Yeah, that's all. My beef of the week is that. I naturally have, like, olive skin, so I'm, like, darker because I'm Italian. And some people still have the audacity to get tanner than me in the summer. And it's like, no. That's my my thing. (laughs) (laughs) It's my thing, Sarah. I'm the tan one. Anyway. I'm, um, 
I'm very freckly right now. It's pretty exciting. Well, yeah. It's summer. Yeah. Well, I've been outside. Anyway, yeah. Uh, you can find our poll, or if you want to, I don't know, tell us your beef for the week, uh, on our Twitter, at SoundsFakePod. Um, we also have a Tumblr, SoundsFakePod.tumblr.com, and we also have an email, SoundsFakePod, at gmail.com. If you'd like to send us a story or something interesting to our email, you are absolutely welcome to. We can't guarantee that it'll end up on the pod, and if you ask us not to, we will absolutely not put it on the pod. Um... But if but you want to, do. go for I it. I enjoy getting emails a lot. It's a safe little space for you to tell us things. Yes. Um, so, yeah. Again, that sounds fake pod at gmail.com. We also have a Patreon. Um, you can find that at patreon.com slash sounds fake pod. Everything is just slash sounds fake pod. That's um, true. If you'd like to give us your money dollars, we will gladly accept them and then, you know, buy the mics. Um, for our $2 patrons, we have Sarah Jones and Keith McBlain. $5 patrons, we have Jennifer Smart, Asritha Vinicota, Austin Lay, Drew Finney, and Perry Fierro. Our $10 patrons are Emma Fink. You can find her on YouTube by looking up Emma T. Fink. And Tristan Call, who would like to promote the DeviantArt on Tumblr page, Rationally Paranoid. We also have a, a website. It's down below. It's down Click below. Click it to take our survey, please. Hell yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, thank you for listening. And again, thank you to Rachel for sending your story and giving yes. us permission to talk about it. Yes. Um, yeah, so thanks for listening. Tune in next Sunday for more of us in your ears. And until then, take good care of your cows.